Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. friends and welcome to episode 46 of the arcade raiders podcast this is what happens when you give a couple of content creators a microphone and an ever-growing amazing beautiful audience i am jeremy and with me to help deliver in these shenanigans is my awesome amazing friend jesse jesse how are you doing sir i am freaking tired hope you're doing well jeremy (laughs) i have had a pretty decent week not too bad you know so that i've got that going for me i've Really excited after Wednesday night or Thursday night. Wednesday night. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I know you died. I know you died. But, yeah, we're going to cover that later. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got a pre-order. Oh, you got your pre-order finally? Got I got a pre-order. a pre-order. Okay, so you're one of the lucky few that got a pre-order versus, like, everyone that's like, this is bullcrap. What the hell? Like, yeah. I did. And I know we're going to talk about it more later, but I did get a pre-order. I did. I did. I did. After literally staying up till midnight and then finally giving up the next morning, um, I just happened to see a tweet like two seconds after somebody tweeted that Target has them back up in stock and got it, got my new Spider-Man Miles Morales game, an extra controller, and I am good to freaking go now, November 12th. I mean, I'm going to hold out for a while longer just because I'm... I'd rather save some money and yeah, wait for a few more updates to come out because, let's fucking face it, like, I love day one consoles, but I just don't want to spend the money right away. Because no doubt the line is like, oh, we're going to upgrade the RAM and upgrade the CPU. And I'm like, okay. And it's $100 <laughs> cheaper. I'm like, oh, boy, so you mean this is going to be better than the first one? Like, yep. Like, I'll take the better one, please. Thank you. Wrap it up. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I- I'm just a huge PlayStation fan, and... Like I was just so excited to to actually get it after trying Best Buy and then Amazon and all that stuff. So I, I'm pretty excited. My my buddy got one too. He actually happened to be at a GameStop and they were just had or near a GameStop and they had just opened and nobody was in line, so he got to make the pre order. So we're excited. I mean, he had to buy the package, but he just is like, I don't care. That's fine. I'm an adult. I mean, at this point, it's like. You have the money. You're, you're adults. Everyone's a yeah. freaking adult here. You can buy whatever the hell you want. You know, buy whatever I want. That's correct. It is exactly right. It is exactly right. So, well, well, should we just, I, I should we just ahead, roll sorry. right into it. Should we just yeah, roll I was right gonna say like, we got news because we got lots of news this week. So let's just roll it into it. Jesse, hit us with some news. Okay, well, let's cover the big news. The one thing that Jeremy's been talking about, the Sony news that happened. 
on that wonderful Wednesday night. Oh, they have the, a pretty awesome showcase. Let's cover this. They started off with one game I think we were waiting for. Final Fantasy 16. And this is exclusive to both PlayStation and PC. So you see I'm happy here. Yeah. And I think we can probably like be like, this was what was awesome. Right away, this strap. Here's Final Fantasy for you, you filthy savages. And I'm like, done. We're yeah, good. it's a day one. It's a day one purchase, man. Like, uh, it, it, it's been rumored for for months now that, time, the, yeah. yeah, that the producer uh, Final Fantasy 14 has been working on this. You know, it's been declined. No, no, no. But then it comes out that yeah, he does have his hand in it. And if it's if it's any indication how successful Final Fantasy 14 has been over the past you know four, five, six years this is going to be a hell of a good game. And it looks really good to me. Uh, dragons, magic, chocobos. chocobo, like warrior chocobos, to be honest with you, because weren't they like, they were like in battle. Yeah, they were all decked on armor a little bit. Yeah, yeah I want a warrior chocobo too. <laughs> you know, that I could wield a weapon on, you know, and um, oh, it just looks so good. That trailer looks so, so good. I watched it like five or six times. Just, I mean, just could not believe. How I mean, good it as long as they don't put in the parts like another Final Fantasy game <coughs> seven. Um, yeah, but and it, it, there was a theory for a while too that Final Fantasy sixteen would be part two of Final Fantasy seven. So I'm glad they kind of put that rumor to rest. But there was a theory that okay, Final Fantasy seven remake was that was that was it, and then Final Fantasy seven remake part two was going to be Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that theory is debunked. We have a Final Fantasy 16. It's supposed to be awesome. It's it's going to be exclusive for PlayStation. So I kind of figured they were going to take that route, especially with a new console dropping. I, I it's going to sell consoles 100. percent Oh, it will. It will. This is going to be like the big like push for everyone buying a PlayStation. Hate to say it, mm-hmm. but th- that pretty much sold a bunch of consoles right there. Mm, oh yeah, 100. percent Except for and me, because I'm buying on PC because. <laughs> I was like always reading those things like we'll get into it later, but I love seeing that. Also on PC, I'm like ah ah ah. <laughs> yeah. See see see. Yeah, Sony's got to dip their toes in PC more. They they just have. I mean, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. It's yeah. a money maker. But let's go on to more of the show. We got more of a look at Spider-Man Miles Morales. So we got our first gameplay uh, look, which was solid. Yeah, it looks really good. Really good. I pre-ordered that too. Yeah, and I think we don't need to topple that one that much because, oh boy, it's gonna sell itself. It's it do a Spider Man at this point. That's yeah, yeah. like that that sold like gangbusters. That was like yeah, the, it was great. The killer app. Uh, we got our first look at Hogwarts Legacy, a Harry Potter open world game. Which, yeah, <laughs> I can I can mess with it. I know like it's pretty much already pre ordered because my wife's like, there's a Harry Potter game. She's like. Grab her credit card, like, must buy. It's like, honey, honey, it's not out for another year. Must buy. It's like, yeah. she's a big Harry Potter fan or a pothead, if you prefer, but I don't know. <laughs> yes, jokes here. Um, so uh, it's going to be a day one perch for us. Uh, we got an extended look at Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Eh. Eh. Just more Black Ops, you know, more yeah. and more Black Ops. It, it's. I've lost my taste of that. I mean, great. It's a great game, and it's had, it's a great franchise. I've just, I've just lost my taste of it, you know? I, I'm, I'm officially done that, too. It's like, yeah, it was fun. But I'm a, I, need more, I need more meat to my content. 
Not this shoot thing. Okay, let's go on to the next big one. Resident Evil 8 Village. We got a more creepier look into it. Of a weird kind of fairy tale. And I enjoyed that fairy tale. I thought that was pretty solid. Looks freaky as hell. Yeah, it looks really good. I that's I I, I was won over by um by uh was it Biohazard? The seven or yeah. Uh, uh, uh Resident Evil, yeah. It's Biohazard yeah. in Jap in Japan and it's Resident Evil for us. Yeah, so Resident Evil Seven for us, which is Biohazard. I was just blown away by how really good that game was. Yeah. I thought the graphics were great. I thought the story was pretty good. Um, it you know it, it ended on a nice, somewhat, segue potentially. Um, so I thought it was a good game, and it really won me over because I've never been a huge fan of the Resident Evil franchise. But then I played uh, four and five again, and then of course you know the the two remake, and then. Now we're getting eight, so I'm excited. I think it's going to be a really... It's probably going to be a day one buy for me. I'm going to hold off because I'm also a scared piece of chicken shit, but... Oh, oh, me too. Yeah. 100%. Like, I was scared the entire time I played it. That's why it took me twice the time to beat it as everybody else, because I would just sit there and go, okay, this is fixing to happen, you know, and I'd try to justify my decisions, which you really can't. You just got to go. Yeah. You know? Okay, we got a deeper look into Deathloop, which... Looks cool, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna hold off on this one. I agree. I want to see more. Yep. Um. Next, we got Devil May Cry Five Special Edition, which will be a console. Well, consoles only, because they're like no PC. Here's Devil May Cry Five. Enjoy that. <laughs> um. Got another look at All World Soulstorm, which enjoy that for y'all. I think that was. It was Abe. It was Abe. It was Abe's Aussie. Which, yeah. Okay, I know you're excited for this, Jeremy. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. And can I just say one thing? How dare they have a jump scare in there? I was eating during that time. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, you know, people will be like, fought to YouTube for that one. I uh, got our first... Better look at Demon Souls, which I mean, people are like the low times are amazing. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I will suck at Dark Souls. Yeah, and there was a big human, like there was a big thing there. Like they said, it's also available on PC, nah. but it's not. Like they, uh, Play Sony retracted that and said that was a mistake. It is not available PC on day one. It is going to be an exclusive for a while. So they say they're exploring more PC ports of games, but they didn't necessarily give. They that's didn't necessarily what, say that's yeah. what we want. We want the Demon Souls. Put Demon yeah. Souls and Bloodborne on PC. Everybody uh, wants it, man. I, I and Sony they they got to get on the ball with that. I would say they got to hold off for a little longer, get some money from it, and then put on PC. Yeah, you know. Well, they're using these to sell their consoles right now. So exactly, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Hold off. And, of course, you know, Fortnite's coming to PS5 because we need more Fortnite. We do. We need a lot more Fortnite. Okay. Then we got kind of a shocker, uh, PlayStation Plus Collection, which is going to be Sony's answer to Game Pass, which is going to have a lot of PS titles on it, I guess. Which, not sure it's going to be, like, incorporated into your PlayStation Plus, like, already. 
but who knows? I mean, it's going to have a lot of really cool games. It's going to have a lot of great um, games. Like it's going to have like Uncharted Four, um, God of War, Last of Us Remastered, um, a Monster Hunter World. I think Final Fantasy Fifteen. It has some really good Infamous Second Son. Like it has some really really good games. Um, and yeah, I think it is going to be their response to um, Game Pass. If only it's not so, PC. We'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, and I don't know if it's going to be for PS4, though. Because this says... I think it's going to transfer all the PS4 games four to games PS5. Four games to PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there, I mean, we're going to be able to play all of those games. And God of War is going to look fantastic on a PS5. I mean, it already looks beautiful. So I bet it looks just outstanding on a PS5. Okay, let's go to the big part of the show here. The PS5 release date is going to be November 12th for the United States, mm. Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. Everywhere else in the world, November 19th. And the <laughs> price, I was right. It's going to be a $500 battle right there. $500 yep. for the standard PS5 and $400 for the digital only. Which, yep. I'll take that's fair. It's fair. Yeah, it's a fair price. I feel like they. I feel like that price was reduced after Xbox was released, like the prices. Yeah, I feel like that too. Like they understood that we had to be on their level. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I, I feel like that may be a, a shortened price because with all the things that are in the PlayStation, I cannot believe it's five hundred dollars. I was figuring six hundred. Was was honestly, I was really like, okay, all this stuff in here, it's got to be six hundred bucks. Same with the Xbox One, I thought it'd be six hundred bucks too, but five hundred bucks decent. Four hundred is decent for the digital only, which I love that. Yeah, because and but the but the digital version, the the hardware is is pretty much the same as the physical version or the disc version. So that's why people were like, why aren't they three hundred dollars like Xbox? No, Xbox same stuff in the there yeah yeah series series x and series s doesn't have the same materials inside yeah it's, it's different it's completely downgraded from the yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah so like so the hundred dollars for all that stuff and having that freaking fast ssd like man it's gonna be killer i've already looked up uh nvme expansion for it too it's gonna be about 150 bucks for me to get nvme expansion so kids order that now before the playstation comes out if you want one because the prices are gonna go way up well, I guess that kind of ended the show for... Oh, wait, there was one more thing. <laughs> they pulled up one more thing on us, which... Oh, my God. God of War <laughs> 2 Ragnarok. Holy crap. I, yeah. I We kind of feel it was coming because we saw a giant circle. I was like, this is God of War. Then it's like you see the runes coming in. It's like, yep. Yep. Internet lost our freaking mind. Yep, yep, yep. Twenty twenty one, folks. I think it's 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 gonna again. It's a game that's gonna sell more PlayStation fives because this the God of War is gonna be oh, God of War two is gonna be absolutely fantastic. Um, and I know all the rumors have been spreading for the game too. Like there's been lots of rumors on you know this might be Kratos's end. You know it might be time for him to you know kick the old bucket and move on. So no, you think us one more game them and that's gonna be this like. Huge, enormous, like tease for like three years has coming. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And maybe he, he, yeah, but who knows? 
And you all know us, we love our Nintendo Directs, especially our Nintendo Mini Directs. Oh boy, strap in. I'm gonna go really fast here, guys, because this, this was kind of a shit show. Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, Fitness Boxing 2, Rhythm Exercise, The Segia 6, Finance of Destiny, Empire of Sin, Sniper Elite 4, Balance Wonder World, Ruin Factory 5, and Ori Will of Wisp. So. It's kind of weird we're seeing the Sega uh, 6 only going to be a Switch exclusive. And that's a pretty, pretty amazing tactical RPG. And I love those games. I love tactical RPGs. So that's like perfect. But it's on the Switch. It's like, god damn. Yeah, I, w I wonder. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just, to, again, maybe it's just to help sell those consoles. You know, like, hey, let's put this on Switch only to maybe, you know, help sell consoles. Because um, the last part of the year for Nintendo is not very big. It's not. So I'm wondering if they're doing some exclusives right now to sell the, the hardware. I don't know. Well, but Monster Hunter Rise looked really decent. It's a change in graphics, you know, a little bit. Yeah, and you get a ride, like a weird, like, wolf dog thing. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, it looked really cool. I mean... I think it's a huge thing because I mean the Monster Hunter series has been on like the Nintendo, you know, like the 3DS and stuff. So I'm wondering if if this is going to be like a, a new kind of mainstay for Monster Hunter if they're going to kind of have more um, and more of these come out. They were on the Wii U and the Wii for a period of time too. Yeah, it's probably been on the whole like oh just for like PlayStation Nintendo stuff because that's where I kind of see of that. Um, yeah. But I'll take it on the Switch. You know, that's kind of fun to play on the Switch, you know. It looks pretty cool. Um, Empire but, of Sin. That's another one. Do you know who's uh, working on that? Uh, not top of my head. So it's Paradox, which is oh, John oh, Romero, the Paradox. creator of Doom. It's the old id guys that are working on that. Okay. Then. So um, it, it's it's supposed to be like a gangster sort of thing. Like a, yeah, like, a, like, like a Al Capone sort of game. Forties like gangster chicago setting yeah very noir very like gritty and i mean it looks kind of cool I, i'm not sold on like the graphics yet but i'm gonna dig a little bit deeper into it i mean it's gonna be a six star title but you know what i'll yeah. i'll mess with it when it goes on sale mm -hmm. uh, we have balance wonder world was a square enix game which it's weird seeing them like do like platformers i don't know it's like square enix what are you doing here are you supposed to make up like <laughs> rpgs and final fantasy and make me mad at kingdom hearts yeah <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of interesting looking i mean it's very cartoony it looks yeah uh, yeah i don't know it, it just it just it just looks cartoony and looks like it could be something um i i, I want to see kind of how how far they're going to take it and like specifically what they're going to do with the game but I mean, that's kind of interesting. I feel like it's going to be like something like quickly released and down 20 bucks. Yeah. Like three weeks later. Okay, I could see that, yeah. I, I mean, that. that's the way I kind of see it. It doesn't look too appealing to me, per se. Uh, maybe someone might like it for me. And the same with Fitness Boxing too. It's going to be right there. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Nintendo... Um, Nintendo, you are a sneaky, sneaky bastard. Uh, with Super Mario 3D All-Stars dropping, many data miners went to work, and what they found was kind of impressive. 
while browsing the file, they noticed something, something a little different. These games were run off an emulator. So many people are wondering, did this mean that the GameCube and 64 games are going to get their own, like, Super Nintendo NES treatment on the Switch? So, if that's on the emulator, we could be seeing a GameCube, like, thing on the Switch. Like the Nintendo is and the Super Nintendo is. I think it'll eventually happen. I think it'll eventually happen. I think you'll see... I think you're going to start seeing more and more of that coming about. Um, I'm just worried, like, where do you stop? You know, do you stop at the Wii? Do you stop at the GameCube? Do you keep going? You know, um, or where do you divert your time and efforts? And Nintendo's very, very guarded with how they, you know, spread their love across the company with what they're working on. So I, I think it's coming. I think we'll definitely, at minimum see some 64 emulators because that's basically what the SNES and NES thing is on the switch, right? It is. It is. It's, it's just, it's sort of emulator. And even though this, yeah, yeah, even so the, even though the super Mario 3ds all-stars game is emulated, it's still a bit updated. Like you can tell a difference. Um, and Hey, if this is their chance to bring more of those games about, or if they're going to have like a 64, you know, a 64 console and a GameCube console, then a Wii console, this is more money in their pocket and more exposure to those games that were gems. You know, even if they do have just like a Mario console where they just do the Mario games from across the generations, I think it's cool. You know, that and, and you know, thinking about it now, maybe that's why they're stopping the release of the 3D 3D All Stars after March. Huh? I mean, yeah, I'll totally mess with that. Like, may that be a good reason too, you know? Maybe shortly after that, they're going to go, oh, okay, you guys wanted it, so here, boom, surprise. Here are the emulated games for Nintendo 64 and GameCube. What? That would be awesome. Like, that would... I would pay a few dollars more a year for that option to have those games to play. Oh, same. I would definitely just stop what I'm doing, pretty much run home, download that shit, and also, like, <laughs> pretty much... Let's quit my job for, like, a good two months. Like, how are you doing, honey? Like, I'm playing Mario. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm playing um, oh, uh, GoldenEye. Oh, my gosh. Could you figure out a GoldenEye emulator on, or a GoldenEye playing on the Switch? I could, but honestly, Oof. I do not. I, oh, my God. GoldenEye has not aged well. Oh, my God. Or like 1080. Um, 1080 was another one that I loved on the 64. Um, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong 64. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah. All those games. That's like how they get to my collection right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean that's some future stuff we could look at as free but we got some current free stuff right now guys so uh, bring yourselves Epic Store until September 24th we got Football Manager 2020 Stick It to the Man and Watch Dogs 2 and Xbox Game for Gold we got The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 and Armed and Dangerous an OG Xbox title right there so pick those up Yes, pick those up. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 is not a bad game. I mean, it's I mean, not a great game, but it's not a bad game. I mean, it's pretty much the only one I see that's pretty decent on here. I remember Armed and Dangerous vaguely because it was during that time when I was trying to make stuff stick. Like, is this going to be a mainstay? No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I mean, that's what stuff was like for a while. was like, hope it will stick to your brand new console, but... Like, I'm, meh. I was trying to think, is that the game of the that the toffee turvy gun where you just had to 
shoot the ground and all of a sudden like you and your squad are hanging upside down and you're watching enemies fall off. Oh, I don't have a clue. I, uh, I don't even know what this game is. Uh, I barely, I think I barely remember it, but who knows. But yeah, that's it for this week of news. I Hopefully next week we'll get an actual Nintendo Direct. <laughs> yeah, and lots of news. Um, but let's, let's move on to the new segment. So we call this segment the mailbag, or what kids are calling electronic mail. Um, so in this segment, we take a question or a comment or an idea that Jesse and I have had, you know, over the past couple of weeks or a question that we've had, you know, internally, because we all have this internal dialogue constantly. I, I hope, at least I hope I'm not the only one that does. Um, so the question this week is, what is the freaking appeal of multiple editions for a video game? You've got deluxe, gold version, standard version, deluxe, super ultimate rad edition with life-size pillow of the main protagonist version. How often do you buy these special versions or even attempt to buy them? Because sometimes when you try to buy them, they're completely out of stock in like five seconds. So what is the appeal of these? And we're, I'm, we're going to kind of both say our thing. Jesse, do you buy the deluxe versions? And if you do, which games do you buy those for? And how do you feel about just that little slight extra content for $10, $20, $30? Like, what is your opinion on that one? Who I mean... Okay, I see the point of gold editions pretty much. If you know like you're gonna play this game for a while, and you see that word season pass included, kind of promotion in gold edition is season pass. You're paying our forty bucks to buy a season pass, right? Which right. it's already you're making that investment. It's like yes, I think this game's gonna be great. I will gladly pay extra money to buy a season pass right away, which is okay. fine. Which is fine. You can go for that all you want to. I think I kind of lose my point at skins. Or, like, new costumes. Like, now you can see, like, Thor in a bikini. And I'm like, <laughs> how much extra? 20 bucks? No. <laughs> no. But there's those coming to a guy that pretty much will go out on release night to pick up a special edition of a game that I shouldn't really talk about. <clears throat> Cough, dude, Nukem. Um. <laughs> And because, like, back then, I was like, oh, my God, look at all this physical stuff you can get. You can get a statue that will be, like, put in a closet somewhere. You can get, like, some dice, a playing cards, an art booklet. And then it's like, yeah, great. I mean, but right now, it's all about, like, how much can you get out of that game? Is that extra money being spent worth it? Because right now, I'm going to tell you, like, yeah, I would spend the money reasonable amount 10 bucks wise if that skin was something I was like okay like that would be kind of cool to look at because I'm kind of that 100% completionist nerd and it's like I need to get them all but once we started cleaning our price point like more and more on useless junk I'm going back to the visual distance here like you know like oh yeah here's a giant statue it's like no no I don't want that get that out of here I'm not going to spend more money on this um, but I would gladly pay more money for a freaking like, not a battle pass, but a, a season pass. So I can okay. get all my DLCs. Uh, but Jeremy, where do you lie on this? Where you lie your body on the spending more money to get more stuff? I think I'm with you. If it's a, if it's a game that I know I'm going to be interested in, the extra 30 bucks for the season pass I'm saying 30 bucks because that's typically what the extra cost is, you know, on top of the game cost. So an extra, you know, 25, 30 bucks, 
for the for if it's a season pass. So if they're gonna offer more content in the game, like new zones and new stuff like that, like yeah, like okay, if it's a game I'm interested in, I'll do that. There's only one game that I've ever regretted buying the season pass ahead of time, and that was the Division Two, just because I got about 15 hours of that game and just said, "This is dumb. Why did I spend my money on this?" Um, but that's the only game I've ever regretted buying the expand the season two whatever content. But, you know, other content, like if it was a Star Wars game, things that I'm going to go back and play or adding new zones or, or a new quest line, yes, I'm totally down for that. Now, when you start talking about all these extra editions, so you get the base edition. But now, if you'll notice, like World of Warcraft right now, you can get the base edition. I think it's the new expansion for like 50 bucks, which is just basically the game. For $59.99, the typical cost of an expansion, okay, now we throw in a mount and we throw in a pet. Okay, most mounts on Blizzard's website range from 10 to 25 bucks. Sometimes they have sales, but okay, I can see it. So for a pet and a mount, 10 bucks, that's fine. I'll ride that mount for a little bit, but it's not going to be my favorite looking mounts because typically they're not the best looking, um, in my opinion. So that I'm okay with. But when you start to get to things like, oh, here's just a different looking helmet, uh, a different looking chest piece, a different looking... You know, like, uh, if you wear, like, if, if Tony Hawk was to do, well, your expansion would be, like, this color skateboard. Eh, I don't, I probably wouldn't do that. Because most of the time, you can actually, most games, you can earn that stuff in the game anyway. And, like, World of Warcraft, let's say you buy the basic edition, and then you're like, okay, I'm digging this. I'm going to be playing this for the next year. I'm going to go ahead. And, they sell that stuff. So, like, World of Warcraft is a perfect example, because... What you can do is if you buy the base edition and then two weeks later you realize you're having a good time and you want to upgrade to the deluxe edition, all you do is tack on that extra price, that difference. And you just charge the difference. So I kind of like that option. Um, some places don't do that. But I think, I know I'm going down a rabbit hole here and I'm tossing a lot out at you. <laughs> but no, as no, long no. as it's content, like new, uh, a new quest line or a new zone, I'm okay for buying the deluxe edition if I know ahead of time. But most of the time, if it's just a skin or stuff like that, I won't waste the extra money because I feel that I could put that money to something else. Now, if I you know, get a couple weeks in the game and I've put you know, 40 or 50 hours into it and I'm really having a good time, then yes, I will try to go back and maybe buy that stuff. But like, I, it just does, it's just small incentive to me. And I just, I don't, you know, for, so like those deluxe editions, I'm not a big fan of. But, you know, like this year for 2K, the Mamba edition, you know, with Kobe Bryant, mm -hmm. they actually said, okay, if you buy the gold edition, I think it's like a hundred bucks, then that automatically will play on the next gen console. I mean, that's so, a great deal. That's a great deal anyway, because right now you get a free upgrade. Exactly. So, uh, you know, some people are on the fence with that. They're like, well, you should, they should be upgrading it for free, but now they can offer that as a service. Like, okay, now we can charge you for that service. So I, I get the arguments both way of how that's good and how that's bad, but uh, it adds a lot. So when you look at games like 2K and, and Madden and stuff, when you buy those big editions, they give you like in-game currency that you can buy whatever you want. That's right. So that's kind of that's right. What's that? In-game currency. You might get that. You might get that oh. edition. I tried to run lines. Like I don't want that. I want like stuff unlocked right away for me. That you know. Yeah, I get you. And you know, yeah, that's that's a very valid. You know, that's a valid thing. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Now, take a step up to those like $200 editions of the game. So what <laughs> would, what would, think about your favorite game of all times. Or, your, you know, your, some of your top favorite games, your, your most played games. 
Would you, as much of a fan of you as you are, would you invest in the next game that comes out? Comes out if you could get it without being sold out. Have you ever been kind of tempted to buy like that two hundred dollar edition with all like those trinkets and stuff? You mean, like the physical tangible, you mean the tangible Call of Duty Black Ops edition with the little RCXD? Yes, I've been tempted, but I was told no by the wife. She's like, no, <laughs> you cannot get that. I'm like, but I think Nathan goggles. No, you're getting the standard edition. I'm like, well, eh, okay, fine. But mom, but why? Yeah, no. So, so, but that's, but that's, those things are for the hardcore fans. Yeah, I think. Um, there's been a few that I've looked at that I've like, oh man, I really want to get that. Like I fell in love with with Persona Five. I, I've I talked about Persona Five many a time on the podcast. I think Persona Five Royal and Persona Five is one of the best games ever made, like hands down. And I could give you a thousand reasons why I think that game's so good, coming from an RPG you know fan's perspective and from a gameplay perspective. Anyway, I would have loved to have been able to get that that um persona 5 like 200 dollars edition but you can't find them anywhere and if you do they're like 400 bucks i that that's an example of yes i'm such a fan of persona that i would gladly pay the 200 dollars for that edition i tried to get the last of us 200 dollars edition but they were sold out so fast that i could never get one fast enough but i was willing to pay 200 dollars for the last of us 2 special edition I mean, it's a game you love, and yes, definitely do it. Especially the well-deserved sequel that you love, you know. Yeah, I did. You know, I like I Last of Us Two is my number, or Last of Us is my favorite game of all times. But I and I was wanted it so bad because I wanted that Ellie statue. I wanted Ellie's backpack, um, but I just it was sold out. But I have to pretty much stop myself. I'm, I'm think of the next like big giant game that's going to be Cyberpunk, and you know we're gonna have a special edition right there. You know, boom, right there. And I have to, it's a brand new title, you know, mm-hmm. we guess we've seen gameplay videos, but we don't know if it's going to be like the legit shit. And yeah. I can't like, I can't take a dev's word for it. I got to trust what I see right there, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, it. I will drop money on this game. I will drop 60 but I'm not sure about 200 unless they can revive me with something that's like they can guarantee me that this game is going to be the best game of all time that I will pretty much stop my I will pretty much quit work for a week and just mm-hmm. play this game you know I that's the only reason I'll spend 200 bucks in the game if that if the game was like that yeah like, no no I think so for cyberpunk mm-hmm my opinion on that one is like I looked at the special collector's edition for Cyberpunk and that statue looks so flipping cool. But I feel that for Cyberpunk, if you're buying the collector's edition, it's not because you're a fan of Cyberpunk, it's because you're a fan of CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. And you know that CD Projekt Red delivers super high quality shit. You know, Witcher 3 is one of the top best games of all times. You know, and Witcher 2 was good, Witcher 1, eh, but it was still a good way to lead into. You know, so I think that collector's edition was a leap to go that, okay, CD Projekt Red has a great reputation and they'll deliver. But yeah, the same, I agree with you. Like, why would I buy that when it's a new franchise? So it's almost taking a gamble on you're going to like it based upon the reputation. Right? I think that's where Matt, yeah, it's like, I. Yeah. 
it's like, do I trust reputation? Do I trust that company? Maybe. Uh huh. Yeah. But no, I, th I think this is a good topic. You know, what editions do you buy? Let us know. Like, what what editions do you buy? Do you always buy? You know, I always. You know, somebody always buy the the higher than standard edition every time. Um, you know, Forza uh, Horizon was another good one. I bought the the pack for that one because I had like a hundred hours in Horizon Three. You know, so and I put a hundred hours into four. I so I, I, I bought the special pack. <laughs> What's that? I was lucky with that one. They gave it for the pack of free. They're like, here. Yeah. I was like, well, they gave it free after I bought it because I was one of the late ones. Oh, yeah, really? Screw you, Mixer. All right. Don't <laughs> mixer worry. They're dead jokes. now. They're dead now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think what I ended up doing is I ended up giving that code away. Oh, you did? That's stream. nice. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I gave it to a longtime person who, who at the moment didn't have the money to do it, get it. So I just gave it to them. So I was like, here, man, just take this. No big deal. Because um, I can't refund it because I bought it uh, digitally, so I couldn't refund it, you know, because I played yeah. it for like 20 hours before I got my code. So I'm like, well, they're not going to refund the game now. Um, so, but no, I think that's a great question. I think that's honestly, again, up to the person's opinion, if you have the money to spend. Um, but I don't, I, I, I just don't feel like people should feel like they have to buy those special editions. Like, don't feel like you have to. Buy the basic game if you want, and then go back and buy that extra stuff later. Because more nine times out of ten, there's going to be a way to purchase that upgraded stuff. There, there is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't let it fool you like the Division Two did me. <laughs> fool me once, you jerks. You have anything else to add to that, or? No, not really. I think that we nailed it on the head there. Yeah, I'm glad we have varying opinions on that. Like, I, I feel good about that. That's what this is all about: discourse and dialogue, right? Nope, it's all about hatred and self-loathing, <laughs> which I am full of. Uh. <laughs> well, so let's talk about that. Let's let's exp let's unpack that, as they say. Um, Jesse, uh, let's talk about what's tickling our funny bits. Uh, each week, we like to discuss the newer old games that we're playing, or what we call tickling our funny bits. Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits this week? Uh, Marvel Avengers is slowly dying on me, but that's all right. I mean, I I, I got my enjoyment out of that game. I'm probably not. Did play you beat the story? I beat the story. I'm just trying to finish up 100% of the campaign missions and then mm -hmm. work on level up all my heroes. Because I got them about to 50 now, but I want to get them to over 100. Uh -huh. But it's just grind right now. It's just getting to me a little bit. It's like, I already did this. I done this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm done with this. I get it. Yeah. I just want more content now. That's all. Um, but then I was... Uh, Given a key by uh, the devs, um, I was playing Kingdoms of Allure, Re-Reckoning. Yeah, yeah. It's and, and oh boy, I remember my time in this game, and I remember how bored I got, and then mm. I remembered that this game is pretty fucking boring. Yeah. Um, I remember it being boring too. I remember being, there being so much hype on it because the people that wrote and the art direction they had and, you know, it was like Salvatore and, you know, Kurt Schilling opened up, you know, that studio and so, then so it ended up being like a really bad version of they put Dragon Age bunk, 2. Bankrupt Rhode Island. I mean, that was a, yeah. that was a great way. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, but, it's already 10% off on Steam if that, <laughs> if that says anything to you. Well, I already got the game for free, so I was like, eh, I mean, yeah. I saved me money there, so that's, that's good. Um, but then, oh, frick, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I bought, drunkenly, 
WWE 2K20. Sorry, 2K Battlegrounds. Not not 20. No, fuck that. Battlegrounds. I bought Battlegrounds. Now it's a forty dollar game. And I'm enjoying it a lot more than I like WWE 2K20. So that's a good thing. And yes, it's pretty much over the top arcade fighting game, which I'm okay with. I think that's what it needed to be. Jeremy, what have you been playing? Uh, not much this week. I've been so busy with work and everything else. I, I did squeeze in some Yakuza Zero time. I'm almost done with the game finally. Um, and then I'd squeeze in a little bit of wild time and then realized what the hell is wrong with me. Um, this happens to me every time the new expansion, things look kind of neat and I end up buying it and playing it for like a month. And I said, screw it. I canceled my subscription. I played it for about three weeks, canceled my subscription. I'm done. I'm not even going to worry about it anymore. And if I want to play an MMO, I'm just going to play final fantasy 14 because I enjoy it way more. So that's what I've been playing. <laughs> Yakuza zero and wow, not much. What do we have in uh, new games coming out? Oh boy, we got games for the week of September 21st. I got 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim on PS4 on September 22nd. Unrailed on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 23rd. Going Under on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 24th. Little Big Workshop on the 24th on Xbox One. World Cross Tycoon 3 Complete Edition on Switch and PC on 24th. Serious Sam 4 on PC and Stadia on 24th. Tears of Avia on Xbox One and PC on 24th. Tennis World Tour on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 24th. Bullet Age on Switch and PC on September 25th. Mafia The Phantom Edition on PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC on the 25th. Port Royale 4 on PS4, Xbox One, PC on 25th. Troll Hunters, Defenders of Arcadia, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on 25th. So that is time. That's what we got this week. Um, yeah, I mean, games. Yeah, nothing. This I'm going to use this time to kind of catch up on some of my old stuff, you know? Yeah, it's a lot lot more smaller games. I guess Rollercoaster Tycoon 3, maybe, if you all want to get a game. Yeah, Roller Toaster Tycoon is a good game. That's yeah. a, that's a good time, like sync, if you want just something relaxing to play. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, Mafia on Stadia, but I, I know. mean, you know, when I see a Stadia, you know, I'm all for that. <laughs> I I instantly am like, man, I can't wait to fire up my Stadia. So, did you ever watch um, Arrested Development? No. Okay, so there's 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 a thing in Arrested Development where a guy claims he's never naked like they call him the never nudes right mm -hmm. so one of the sayings he says that he's like there are dozens of us and i watched it the other day and saw that and it immediately reminded me of the stadia people there are dozens <laughs> there are dozens of us yeah there are probably dozens anyway sorry i mean you um, know i haven't met a person yet <laughs> I, I i i don't know i had a friend that they played for like a week and basically tossed their controller into the box of, of recycled electronics. So Ugh. whatever, keep playing folks though. If it's what you got, it's what you got to play those games, you know? And I think that kind of wraps up today's podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, kind of short, kind of sweet, but we got a lot done. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that time again, folks. Um, let's promote our content. Jesse, tell the good folks of the interwebs where they can find you. 
You can come find me at twitch.tv slash tag underscore burger. I'm playing games regularly. You can come follow me on Twitter and Instagram at tag burger. And I don't know. Say hi. Say you hate my voice. Say you love the show. Who knows? Jeremy, <laughs> where can we find you at? Uh, you can also find me, guys, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. You can also find me at Mr. Skyroby on, on Twitter and YouTube. Um, it's been a light week, so not a lot of in careful, curated insights this week on Twitter. So, um, friends, that does it for our time this week. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our own unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussions. Until we see you next time, enjoy playing your games and stay safe. Stay safe.